so much for downloading the latest episode of The Ugly Truth. Today, we're talking about fart rape. And that's all. No, we're not. It's everything plus our ugly and awkward moments of the week. Thank you so much. ShopLippinClip.com. Enjoy the show. It's another uncensored look at the world around you from sisters who will say just about anything to anyone at any time. It's the Uggs. Jamie. I would have to have a contract put out on your head. Paula. If you want me to come close to orgasm, you will avoid these things. Uncensored as always, it's time for the ugly truth. Welcome to The Ugly Truth. It is episode 417. Ugh! Ugh! Hello, hello, everybody. We're back. We're back. We're back for another episode. I sound so tired right now. I don't know what... I'm exhausted. I don't know what's going on. Are you sleeping at night yet? Well, you know, I still am going to bed kind of late, probably between one and two. But like last night, I just didn't sleep well for some yeah. reason. So I woke up this morning and I was just a zombie. <laughs> and so I went back to bed for like a, like an hour and a half. Mm-hmm. And then I woke up, but I'm still tired. But I feel like I'm getting sick, actually. Because <sighs> no. I can feel it in the back of my throat. And my body was just so achy yesterday. And then when I got up this morning after I had fallen asleep, I was just freezing. Paula. Like I just, I was Head to toe. Don't tell me it's because of the flu shot. All right. I won't tell you it's because of the flu shot, even though it's probably it's because a, of the flu it's shot. It's a dead virus. You know, I, here's the thing. Everybody always says that. And then there's always someone who's like, I got so sick after I got the flu shot. And I'm, I'm like, can we stop living the lie mm-hmm. that some people don't get sick after the flu shot? Because well, I the- got sick once after the flu shot. It, now, it wasn't terrible. It wasn't vomiting and, and terrible. But I felt like shit for almost a week. Well, the doctor, uh, who did I talk to? It could have been Dr. Grant, actually, who said that the people who get sick after the flu shot were likely already going to get sick. Lies. They already... <laughs> You're telling me Dr. Grant's a liar. I'm telling you that I have heard doctors say that a hundred times. Oh, it's just coincidence. There's probably a reason why you were motivated to get a flu shot. In the back of your mind, you were like, I feel like I might be getting sick. I should get the flu shot. You know what? That might be true. You know what? Maybe it is true, but it isn't always true. I know a lot of people are like, I got the flu shot once. The next day I got so sick or the next week or whatever they say, I got so sick that I, I never got a flu shot again. And I've never been that sick in my life. And you know what? Ryan's been complaining about a stomachache for the last two days. So, <sighs> you know what? I don't know. Okay. Moving on. Beverly Hills 90210, the reboot has been canceled. Oh, boo. Did you ever watch it? I tried to watch like a... 10 seconds of it and I'm just like this is so freaking stupid okay first of all the only way to watch shows like that are on DVR because there are so many ad breaks they there's like commercials every six minutes it's ridiculous that's not what bothered me about the show I know but I'm I'm getting to it but what the reason that I thought it was this whole cancellation is kind of interesting is because it was the number one DVR show in their time slot the entire time it was on Everybody was watching it delayed. No, everyone was DVRing it, thinking they were going to watch it, but no one ever did. Well, they got the credit for the DVR, and they call it delayed viewing. So I think they do know if you watch it or not. I'm not sure. But anyway, I was a bit surprised they canceled it. But there was a lot of behind-the-scenes drama going on. Um, apparently, some writers had quit. A, a cup, there's a There was a little bit of a discussion that Tori and uh, what's the chick's name? Jenny Garth. Jenny Garth. They were a bit too handsy with the scripts like they just wanted a little too much creative oh like control. they changed things well they wanted creative control because this was their idea now the show in itself it was good to me because i enjoyed the premise of it but 
the only parts that I thought were really funny were Tori Spelling and Jenny Garth. I thought everybody else was kind of a wet mop. Except for Ian Ziering, who I really like. I've always liked Ian Ziering. Me too. And he's doing just fine without the reboot. He doesn't need the reboot. But those three specifically were great. I thought everybody else was terrible. And so I'm like, can we just do an offshoot with these two ladies? They're so funny. And their lines were really good. So if they had any say over it, they did a great job. And I would love to see them do something else. I mean, it's always... It was the only reboot that I liked because it was really creative. The whole premise was really creative, but um, whatever. You know, it's gone. Too bad. But I'm hoping that those two do something. I know Tori Spelling needs the money, so, like, give her a job. Let her do this. I can't believe she needs the money. I I can't believe her mom didn't give her a thing. Well, it sounds to me like she doesn't know how to manage her money. She was given a, a little bit, but she... It sounds to me like maybe she just didn't really pay attention and she was just under the assumption that she would always have a bank of her mom and dad to go to. And then when she didn't get it and then she married so poorly and had so many children. I mean, my God. Yeah, I don't know why she married that guy. That's ridiculous. Uh, The whole thing's ugly. But I mean, I guess the I guess the ex-wife and Tori are now friendly that one of his sons, who's like 21, is starting to repair his relationship with his dad. And so they had like this big family birthday party and Tori and all of her litter came. And then the ex-wife and Dean was there and then the son and apparently it was a wonderful family get together. And the ex-wife was like, look, you know what? It's fine. You know, she's, she's all Tori's really tried to be friendly and, you know, we all have the same interest in common, blah, blah, blah. And I'm sitting there going, fuck that bitch. I would never do that. <laughs> I would never. Well, the ex-wife is Brandy Glanville. So no, that's uh, you're thinking of Leanne. Uh, oh, Leanne Rhymes. Leanne Rhymes. Rhymes. And she's you're a crazy right. bitch, too. But anyway, you know, I don't think she's ever going to have kids. I don't think she she's shouldn't. Ever. I don't think he's going to give her any. I hope he doesn't. She's crazy. And yeah. I use that term very mild. I mean, I I don't like using that term, but she's kind of a bitch. I don't know. Yeah. Anyway, so really quick, I didn't I forgot to add it to your to your outline notes, but I was very intrigued by this post that you put yesterday about fart rape. <laughs> Yes, and I had yes. to do some research to see if it was real or if oh, it was a me, joke. I researched. I researched it before I posted it. No, I know, but I was curious myself, and so I looked it up. And uh, okay, so really quick, this is first of all, I can't understand. Why would you ever use rape in this connotation? It is you know so horrible. That's why I hesitated to post it because I'm just like I just wish they would use a different term. But on the same notion, it was just so absolutely ridiculous. Oh I couldn't God. see not posting it. And by the way, listeners, this was posted in December of 2013. This was way before Donald Trump and all that crap. Oh, so this was a long time. Okay, Yeah, so this is a person who's been angry for a very long time. And she's considered a top feminist academic. I... (laughs) I don't how, know. How do you put those two? You want to yeah, you want to know what her doctorates are in? Medieval art, 6th century English to women's studies. That's She's one of those people that meets at a park on like a Sunday night and reenacts, you know, things. University of Toronto. They had a meeting to discuss if human flatulence could be sexist. Ashley Ingle, a proud feminist and an anarchist, argued that because of patriarchal gender norms, women were not allowed to release gas in public because of men's unreal expectation of women to be clean and feminine. Furthermore, she articulated, 
that if a woman was to fart in the presence of a man and the man responded by farting louder than the woman, that would be rape. By farting louder, the man is using passive-aggressive violence to position himself as dominant. This intimidates the woman to subconsciously not release as much flatulence, and thus the woman, fearing for her safety, doesn't fart as loud as a sign of submissiveness. This, in turn, contributes to rape culture and women being oppressed. Are you fucking kidding me? I, I don't even know what to say. I, I, I would never be friends with this person, for starters. She would make me so mad all the time. Well, anyone who can use the fart word that much is just upsetting. <laughs> but anyone who also can suggest that women should be openly farting in front of men. Paula. I, we just don't have, we obviously don't have the same things in common. And so. you know what? The patriarchal society did not condition me not to do it. It is my own, it is of my own doing. I re- I heard something once that they said, women, women have been so oppressed for so long, they don't even know what they're thinking. And I'm like, that, that statement right there is exactly what feminists are talking about you're telling me i don't know that i'm being oppressed well you know i mean it's possible though if you think about it because i mean we're so particular about certain things we do but why are we that way i mean is it because we're female but is it or is it because of generation after generation of being told not to do that, that it's been passed down that way, that we are just thinking that's just how it is? I know I have uh, I do know of women who do fart in front of their husbands or just in general, like it's no big deal because like, hey, it's a body function. It just happens. Well, I children mean, if a guy can do it. Why don't women do it? Right. And so but for me, um, I don't. I, per- I like, and I use this term and I, it sounds different. It sounds like I'm making light, but I, I like to keep it sexy. And what I mean by that is <clears throat> biologically speaking, you know, women, heterosexual women want to be, I mean, if we're going super primal, women who are attracted to men need to, to, find a way to stay attractive to their mate, their prospective protector, the hunter, Mm -hmm. the gatherer, to keep them alive so that they can have children and those children will stay alive. If we're going to talk super primal. And I don't think that is a patriarchal conditioning. I think that's biology. Well, yeah, I mean, they even say that where men are attracted to women with wide hips because, you know, in the back of their mind, they're thinking like, oh, she'll make a good mother because she's yes. got good birthing hips. Big boobs, big hips, big, uh, a big eyes and mouth. All of that is is primal. And it's not big boobs. Trust me, Jamie. It's not the big boobs. <laughs> well, for some, it I is. have those and nobody looks at me. Well, I can't. They're, get people- <laughs> they're all about the ass. I don't know when that changed because it used to be. Are you a boob guy or an ass guy? They don't even ask anymore. Everyone just knows that everyone's an ass guy now. Thanks, Kim Kardashian and J-Lo for that you know i just wait for the day it may not be in my generation Mm. but there will come a day where giant asses are no longer a thing well and what are these where are these giant ass women what are they gonna do well they'll be they'll be grandmothers they won't care they won't care anymore first of all women's what what people find attractive in women is is solely media and modeling and fashion and all that stuff like people tried so hard to get fashion to you know eradicate the skinny waif look 
and it didn't really work. We have like two or three really sexy women who have hips and boobs and are, you know, are a, a, a large size eight, but everybody else is a double zero still. They don't, that, that, that did not change. You can't completely well, change. Those models retired. Was it like Adriana Lima or something like that? Yes. Or no, it was a... Kate Upton, yeah. who actually had you know meat on her body, and mm-hmm. she was like the most sought after woman, she not was. by modeling agencies, but but just by people, yeah, because everyone thought she was just like the shit. And oh my god, Daryl loves her, like loves her. All men love women who have bodies. Well, she has big boobs, like big boobs, and he just he's a boob he's, man. Hardcore. He's like the last man of his generation <laughs> because I don't know. I'm telling you, every guy I've ever seen or talked to, and they're just like you know everything's nice, but I prefer a big ass really you know know what that's porn i think porn did that to a lot of men one of victor's friends he's like i want to be a kitten hanging off the back of a rhino wow (laughs) (laughs) okay well he likes large like he's talking like that does he get them well yes because he likes large women okay well you know what there's there's somebody for everybody out there he likes the big girls so i like them real stacked but they yeah. gotta be smut. <laughs> <laughs> I have a really funny story, but I can what? save it for. I don't. I don't have an ugly and awkward moment, but I'll save it for that. Oh, okay, so. that's good. Anyway, so when I was reading about this, I'm like, okay, I don't feel like that I've been socially conditioned not to release flatulence in public or in front of a man. I, but I do know couples where women and men do it, and they laugh about it. Because it's like part of their dynamic, right? So I don't really agree that the reason that I don't release gas in public or in front of a male is because I feel like I'm being oppressed. And I can tell you this much. If I did release flatulence in front of Daryl, he would either ignore it or he would laugh. He would never try to one up me. In a million years, he would never one up me. Okay, he doesn't want to. He doesn't fart in front of me anyway, or he tries real hard not to. I should say. Okay, I'll tell you one time I did pass gas. I thought it was going to be quiet, but it ended up not being quiet. <laughs> oh God, was it in public? No, no, it was in the living room, oh, okay. and Victor was like there, and I was mortified. <laughs> he's like, he's like, he's like, here, don't feel bad, and then he farted after me. <gasps> Paula, he was just doing it to try and like you know, I guess even the the playing field are you sure <laughs> so, he wasn't trying to one-up you to make you feel like a, a an oppressed woman who'd been no raped he by was a fart? not i think he was trying to <laughs> feel like there's acceptance in numbers you know yes yes and so like like did he fart louder we've... than you i, I don't remember oh, okay. but it was just like here we've all farted now so it's everyone it's like to kind of clear the air no pun intended so to speak. But... <laughs> you know what's alarming to me is if 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 daryl and i were that couple that he probably has one in the chamber at all times like that's the well, thing i was watching a dr oz uh actually was i don't think i was actually watching it it must have been like a clip or something and they were talking about like how many times people fart a day and they asked the audience like <laughs> With that knowledge, how many of you have farted since you've been here? Oh, my and, God. Like, people raise their hand. And I'm like, if I was in that audience and someone next to me raised their hands, I would like look at them and I'd be like, are you fucking kidding me? Like, I'm sitting right here. You've been crop dusting me this whole time. First of all, there is no way in hell that I don't. I just don't do that. I, I don't think I do that. Do you do that? No, I know when I fart. I do, too. It's a moment. It's a moment. I just well, like I told you, in, or like I mentioned in the post, I'm just like, what did I say? I'm like, 
I make it a, an effort not to fart in front of anyone. I'm like, even myself, yeah. because I just, I don't know. I mean, but I get nervous when I poop because I don't, I have to plug my ears sometimes because really? I just don't want to hear anything because I'm, I'm like, just, <laughs> I'm, I'm so uptight. It's no wonder I'm constipated all the time. I know. Like I just, I, I don't know what's wrong with us. We have issues, but you know what? Though I'm not blaming it on society. I, I'm blaming it on our own selves. We have incredibly unrealistic standards, and I don't. The I'm fact very. That I can't poop in front of myself. It's my. Uh, I can't. How am I supposed to do that? I can't remove myself from the equation. No, you have to come to peace with it. It's. We are, I think, unusual. I don't think a lot of people, like, I can't, I definitely cannot have a bowel movement in public, like, at a public restroom or whatever. And if, like, honestly, I've been noticing lately that these higher-end hotels, uh, we can't really afford. But if we, when I'm, like, fantasy searching for a trip or whatever, most high-end hotel rooms have two bathrooms. Oh. I'm all in on that. I love the idea of having my own bathroom when I'm on vacation and Daryl's not allowed. Like, to me, that's wonderful. I can put all my stuff out on the counter. I can, you know, use my own bathroom. I don't have to deal with him being literally separated by an inch of door, you know? Well, nobody wants to open the door to the master bedroom and have, like, a waft of poop coming out. Seriously. I mean, it's just, just, and that's the other thing. Like, any house I'm ever going to own for the rest of my life will absolutely have to have a water closet. Like, oh, I, know. I can't not ever have one. Like, I've I had do. one basically since we moved from to Elk Grove. Yes. And... Inner, an, inner, an inner chamber is essential. <laughs> I just, I can't do it now because I'm just like, <laughs> I couldn't just openly sit there in an open room yeah. and just poop. Like, that's like, like, that's like a, that's a guest bathroom thing now. In fact, I was last night, I was looking at, you know, I was on, I was online way too late last night because I was having a problem sleeping and mm-hmm. I saw a post of a, they had redone a bathroom. Professionals had redone somebody's mm-hmm. bathroom and they had a water closet and then this bathroom, they removed the water closet and it was a full open bathroom now. Cause they, so they added like five feet of space so it looked really grand and i'm like stupid i would never i would be like i want my money back i want that water closet what the fuck is wrong with you make it pretty without water closets are kind of a premium and so they kind of devalued that bathroom a little bit and it was all they did was just upgrade the facade it's not like they had to do a bunch of stuff they just turned everything white you know instead of the you know the dated yellow look they just made it look bigger by getting rid of the water closet but i mean if it was a master bathroom it would have been better to keep the water closet agreed i have a water closet it's my most favorite thing yeah i love it because if i hear Daryl, because you know him he's like pablo where are you what are you doing and it's like if my bedroom door is closed the bathroom door is closed and the water closet door is closed guaranteed Mm -hmm. he cannot hear anything nothing and i love it you would think anyway so i guess you and i are in agreement that men do not try to one-up women farting because of this patriarchal society well maybe not in our lives because like i said you know we're not gas passers and we're definitely not open poopers i i I don't (laughs) understand couples who do that i only knew one guy who was super proud of his farting and he was the most unattractive man to me because of it i was like this is not this is not something that women find attractive. I just didn't like it. I didn't think it was cool to walk around farting in, in, in public thinking that they were hilarious. Like, hey, watch this, everyone. Like, I was like, what are you, 12? I just, can we just have some control over ourselves, please? Well, most of the guys that I have dated, I think they know right away the kind of girl I am. So they just know, like, 
<laughs> that's never going to be cool. Like right. they know I'm just very particular and uh, really like uh, like up on manners and things I like just, that. I just don't see that as being uh, oppressive. Well, not oppressive, but like, no, if they're with other guys, that's different. Yeah, but th- then don't be around me. And I probably wouldn't be around you anyway, but I'm just saying in mixed okay, company. But- don't tell me guys don't sit there and try and like out farty. No, other. they do. You they, know do. they do. Yes, of course they do. But but what I'm saying is that if I was witness to that debacle, it would be like penis repellent. I, I would not want it anywhere near me if I saw that behavior for me. I can't. I mean, maybe there are girls who are like, hey, that's a really good one. But I'm like, I don't want to know you either. <laughs> like, I'm just not into it at all. I don't know. I don't know, man. Yeah. <sighs> Daryl Daryl was telling me when they went they did a camping trip a couple weeks ago him and like three other guys and they decided to have chili for dinner and I'm like why would you do that to yourself he's like well he goes here's what was worse is that it was like the fart the farts were flying like crazy in that tent in the tent yes because they were all sleeping in the same because like an eight man it's huge it's like a giant Dutch oven it is and he's like here was the problem that we all had it was super freezing, and so it's like we wanted. I it. wouldn't care. I'm like unzip that flap, <laughs> whatever like, that thing is, the window. No, it, it in the tent. They're like, do you put your face in your sleeping bag to stay warm, or do you stick it out? Either way, you're go- you're a goner because it's like, no. do you want to smell your own or others? And I'm like, okay, first of all, you go get in your car. That's where <laughs> I would go. I mean, first of all, that tent is history. I will never be in that tent again for the rest of my I'm life. Surprised it didn't melt on top of them. Well, because he goes, it was just so cold. I'm like, so basically, what you're saying is when we pull that tent out for summer camping that thing is gonna reek i'm like nah i'm done with it you guys can have it it's like when someone drinks out of my drink i'm like you can have it now <laughs> i don't want it where's where's the option of just not doing it well they, they like they loaded up on chili in the mountains with beer it's like that's like a that's like loading a gun an anal gun i'd rather look like 10 months pregnant with triplets than ever past gas <laughs> i can just see me on a camping trip with like a new boyfriend or something he's like are you sure you're okay i'm like yeah why he's <laughs> just like well you look rather large you look like a bloated <laughs> frog i'm like so you knew what you were signing up for I'm, like, I'm just gonna go for a walk and find the bath i'm gonna go stack some rocks i'll be right back <laughs> yeah i mean maybe we're just really fortunate that we live in a world where we don't have to worry about flatulence in public but um um, yeah, this has nothing to do with men or being oppressed in any way whatsoever. In fact, if I accidentally let one go and someone overdid it, I'd be like, why did you do that? You're disgusting. Like, I would not, I wouldn't think anything. I'm like, that wasn't permission, by the way. That was just an accident. Well, you and I have talked where we know we both have accidentally let one go during orgasm. Uh, and well, yes, of course. Mine was like a snap. It wasn't even like a real fart. But I mean, it's always a... It's always like a little, it's like a little pop between your butt cheeks. It is. But of course, they always hear it. So I'm like, why do you have to hear everything? (laughs) I have never, ever had an individual ever stop the process and go, did you just fart? Like, no, of course never. They stop, They're so excited but... that they've actually made you come that they don't care. They're just like, yeah, that means true. it was really good. No, the worst ones are the queefs. I hate those so bad. Oh, I remember one time I was... <laughs> I was on top and I was trying to be all sexy and lean backwards. And I leaned backwards and it was like... Oh. <laughs> <laughs> and so I covered my front and I'm like, stop! <laughs> 
want their, you want to blame someone. Well, the problem is, is you can't stop those. No, you there's know? no, there's no muscle in there that will like, keep once that in. the air is in there, it's, <laughs> it's coming out. out. You know, okay, and so. so <laughs> Wait, go ahead. And he was, he's like, it's okay, it's okay. I'm like, no! I'm like, stop it! Stop it! And I was like trying to like, yelling I was at your, so you're, mad. You're yelling, yelling at your pussy vagina. to shut up. <laughs> stop talking! God. Okay, so on that note, um, next week's uh, ugly and awkward moments, we're doing a queef edition because we actually got this horrifically awkward uh, submission. Oh my God. I I can't wait. The only thing I can think of is someone queefed in some guy's face. While she is so brave for submitting this with her actual name. I may, I may only use the first letter of her name because it was, I mean, everything about it was awkward. And I'm like, I p- applaud this listener for submitting this queef. I cannot wait to tell it to you next week. We will read the ugly and awkward moments. That's awesome. Oh my God. It's, it's like a top 10 of the whole time we've ever been doing this. Well, I mean, this show drops on Sunday, so yes. if you have a queef story between <laughs> now and then, please send it to us. Be brave! Send it! Anyway, so, yes, so I'm so glad that you posted that, because once I started reading about it, I'm like, oh my god, we have to talk about this. Like, we have to talk about the fart thing. It's I know, crazy. I know. The other thing that I wanted to mention is midlife crises. Now, this is why I'm, we won't go deep into this, because it's not, I'm not trying to be serious about it, but... As you know, and or you may not know, Dennis Quaid is engaged. He's 60-something. I think he's like 63, 64 years mm-hmm. old. 63. He's engaged to a 26-year-old. Yes. And this, I think this is like his third or fourth marriage, I think. Well, he just got divorced yeah. like not that long ago because the wife he had before then, they, just, they just had twins. Yes. He has like... So, I, I mean, like, his twins, what are they, two years old? No, they're older. They're like eight and nine. They're like nine years old. I don't think old. they're that old, are they? Yeah, they are. Because they, I just heard him on a podcast talking about it. Um, because oh, okay. their favorite movie of his that he's done is Jaws 3 in 3D. <laughs> so they just that's the one they love the most that he's done. Oh, okay. Isn't that weird? Anyway, so he's engaged to this 26-year-old college student. I, I just can't even with it. And then I just read an, an, a brief line that Flavor Flav just completed a DNA test to confirm that he's the father of a two-month-old baby. That's disgusting. It, it kind of is, yeah. And so, well, how I'm, old is he? He's 60. Oh, okay. So he, he got some young honey knocked up, and it's his baby. So I'm like, really, you're 60 and you didn't get a vasectomy? Like, what are you doing? Yeah, I, I mean, I guess you don't have to, but I'm just saying it seems kind of odd that you wouldn't. Would do you really want to populate? I guess you do. But I was interested about is 60 becoming the new age for a midlife crisis? Because well, it seems like it. It's really changed all these. Even like, uh, Kevin. What's the guy's name? The why can't I remember his name? Kevin. Kevin. What's his name? The, the is famous he the guy Kevin. that okay. Fred Savage? No, what? No, no, the the famous actor that did Gone uh, Dances with Wolves. Oh, Kevin Costner. Kevin Costner. Why can't I remember his name? He's I see. Uh, his I don't face know. With his mullet. Anyway, he's married to some teeny young thing as well, and he has like a hundred children. It seems. Oh yeah, he didn't marry. Who married Callista Flockhart? Harrison Ford. Okay, Harrison Ford. And he's like 80. Yeah. I think well, she's, she's in her 50s, though. Well, that doesn't matter. That's still young. Yeah, no, they're pretty, they're, they're closer in age, but although she's still like a freaking stick figure. I well, don't know what the deal is. Harrison Ford can do whatever he wants, so 
He's an yeah. icon. He's a legend. Anyway, so I was curious about it. Midlife crises last about three to 10 years in men and two to five years in women. And these are the, according to a psychotherapist, this is the symptoms of a man's midlife crisis. They have a low level dissatisfaction with life that continues for months without resolution. Sudden passion for extreme exercise. Mm. Opting out of social gatherings. They don't sleep well. Dramatic change in style. <laughs> V-neck sweater man goes skater boy. Exam- wow. That's an example. Lack of interest in sex that's not due to illness or worry. And bouts of nostalgia for the past, looking up old school friends and speculations on what ex-girlfriends are doing. I mean, is there anything you can do to fix that, though? Or I don't know. There, I didn't. I didn't read anything other than what they think is that there is like, what have I been doing with my life? Why, you know, I'm, you know, I'm closing in on death, and I've done nothing of of my youth that I wanted to do, you know, and so they start to reevaluate and a lot of it has to do with if they're financially stable if they're financially stable they have the ability to quit the corporate gig and go out and travel the world because they have the money to do it if you Mm -hmm. if you don't you're probably not going through this kind of midlife crisis you're probably doing something different right Um, just cheating or something stupid yes now this uh these are women's midlife crises first of all they're characterized by finding the time to finally do the things that women weren't able to do before uh, mm-hmm. There's a new obsession with their appearance, youthfulness, and weight loss. They're unhappy and need an adventure and a change. They're confused about who they are and where their life is headed. They feel remorse, regret, or resentment. And then there's this out with the old, in with the new regarding relationships and lifestyle. To me, that sounds like they finally just had their children grow up and leave, and now they're just f- trying to find a real purpose in life. Exactly. Because- you know, they've dedicated their entire life to their house and their families. And right. now they're just like, I finally have time for me. Who is that? And right. what do I do? That's exactly what I'm going. I am literally going through that right now. I'm trying to figure out what, you know, my job is kind of complete. I mean, I still have children and they still need me, but it's not like it is for you where I you're think- literally making lunches and doing homework. Yeah. And it's a very, it's it's time consuming and not that you don't love it because you're raising little humans but when they're grown and they're kind of doing their own thing you're just like well now what do i do do i really want to answer phones all day well you've been a mother basically since you were 21 years old or 20 years old right oh here's the other one i was thinking about this guy ron perlman who is that he's a hellboy yes Okay, so him and his wife were married for 38 years. I saw that. And now suddenly he's seen smooching his uh, co-star. She's like this beautiful, skinny something. He's 69 years old. And she is... Nobody really knows her age. That's the weird part. (laughs) But they have children together. Their daughter is 35. Their son is 29. So So this woman, she has to be like... say like late 40s okay so it's not too bad well i mean a 20 year difference because he's 69 years old i did ask daryl i said you know for him his midlife crisis has been the truck and his desire to do more things with his brother and male camaraderie something that he didn't feel like he could really do when we were raising kids i'm good with that I'm really good with it. And I told him, I said, you know, there's a lot of things. I can't have you leaving me for someone your daughter's age. Like that would, I would have to have a contract put out on your head. And he's like, I, 
he finds it revolting. I don't think that interests him. And yeah, I mean, I Daryl is not immoral, you know. No. I mean, he's just not one of those sleazy people that. If he started you know, trying to get in shape, I would be worried. <laughs> I would be wondering what the hell is he doing. Like I'm like, yeah. why are you running a lot? <laughs> what are you doing? Why are you eating a lot of quinoa and kale now? What's going on? Who told you to do this? Yeah, I mean, I don't. I just don't see him doing something like that. Especially having daughters of his own and things. Right. I just, I can't see him, you know, getting with someone, you know, the same age as his kids. Well, for the That's sake of gross. chasing his youth, I mean, we're. I mean, I would consider him a best friend. We we are playmates. We do everything together. We neither one of us ever says no to a challenge when it comes to our being together except for anal I, I hate it but other than that you know if he if he said honey i'm leaving you for someone who likes anal all the time it'd be like godspeed have a and great like, time well, i can't beat that so <laughs> i'm not ahead. going to either have a good time give her my number tell her tell her whatever but yeah. uh, anyway so i thought now i have seen now i've been on facebook for almost a decade and i have seen friends that i went to school with who have gone through this and it's so mm-hmm. funny like i'll see them they've lost like 30 pounds they're they're playing a lot of tennis or they're doing a lot of biking or and it's just so funny to see and then you can see the ones that are super happily married they're a little overweight they're having a good time with their wife they go to you know it's a very significant difference between the two men in our age range really interesting you know what i think is weird is to like see all of these different married couples that I'm friends with and just to see everyone's different dynamic. And yeah. you kind of try and figure out, I mean, I guess you just assume they're all happy. Well, yes, but of course you hope to. Some of the ones you just kind of wonder, you're like, I just wonder though, because just some of the things that they do or the way they act, you're just like, do you ever like, this is just me. What? Do you ever like think like, oh, they seem like they're having like a rough time right now. <laughs> but I mean, not that anyone's saying anything, but it just seems like based on like, I don't know. It when, just, I don't know. When I see um, sometimes it's been a long time. I mean, and I don't, I don't follow people and obsess over it but if you see little hints of stuff like yeah i just notice things where i'm just like oh you know they mm-hmm. like they haven't posted pictures in a really long time or something right. like that and i or... always hope it's not a health related issue like someone's no, mom is dying so, or yeah. something but what i will notice is like they'll do this really grand travel adventure and then like a yeah. month later it's like well dan and i decided to part ways we're leaving as Aww. friends and i'm just like oh the last hurrah I get it. We've all done it. We've all been there. I mean, I've, I can't tell you how many fancy overnight trips and then you break up at, on the trip and then you come home. Are you home. just trying to like make it work or are you just trying to I think like... you're just trying to see what this is. Like you go going, if, if you, we can't be happy here, we're not happy because we're literally like in the nicest room. We're having a nice dinner. You know, the view is amazing. We're on our own. Nobody's influencing us. And then at some point during the weekend, you go, you know what? I mean, I really like you, but I, I don't really, I don't really know about you, but he's like, yeah, me neither. And I'm like, are you interested in someone else? And if it's, if you're truly friends, one of somebody will go, well, there might be somebody. <laughs> and you're like, okay. Yeah. Peace be with you. Wish you well. And then two weeks later when you're drunk with your girls, you're like, that fucking asshole. Yeah. I know. (laughs) I know. But yeah. Yeah. So I, 
with all these men that are, you know, getting with these younger women or these men that leave their, like this guy who left his wife after 38 years to be with this other girl, you know, I, I don't even care about the other woman. I mean, yeah. obviously she's a total sleaze bag. I right. mean, that's just, right. that's douchey. Yes. And, but I feel bad for the woman because she spent 38 years with him. They had their kids. He's been a celebrity. Now she's, she's older as well. Mm-hmm. She's African American. Mm-hmm. Oh this yeah. Other, yeah. I remember the couple now. Yes, yes. 38 years is a long time. And I, I know um, when I see that, because like Daryl and I have been together for 24 years. We've been married 23, which is a really long time mm-hmm. in the world that we live in today. When I see people divorce after like 20 years, I'm like, I can see it. You know, especially yeah. if you got married really young, which we did. But so I can see 20 years, finally, someone coming to their senses and going, I never should have done this. I'm so sorry. And then you move on. But 30 plus, what the fuck happened? Like, what were you doing that after almost 40 years together, you're leaving? That's crazy. Right. And that's the thing I, I think that's upsetting the most is that, you know, after 40 years, mm-hmm. there's a saying that says we went through all that only to end up where we started. Yeah, that's sad. It's just kind of like, you know, so here she is now, probably almost, you know, 70, probably. Yeah. Or, or 65 or whatever. Yeah. And you're leaving her. Now she'll be single. She's not she's not going to die anytime no. soon. And. No. But she's not, you know, she doesn't have, like, she has children, but they're all grown. Well, luckily, you know, financially she's good, but, you know. Yeah, but I mean, I'm just talking about companionship. You know what I mean? It's just like, try being an older woman trying to find a mate at that age. It's just like. There's not a whole lot of of older women snacking on uh, 25-year-olds. Anyway, moving on to our ugly and awkward moments of the week. You do not have an ugly and awkward moment this week, but you have a story. Yeah, it's just been such a busy, crazy week. I haven't really had an opportunity to do anything dumb or normal or whatever. Sure. And so Olivia, well, we went and got flu shots. I think I told you the flu shot story. You already. did in great detail. <laughs> well, I forgot that we had filmed them. And so oh. I went back on my phone and I watched the videos of us filming. Them. Well, I let Olivia film them. And okay. of course, you know, little kids just they don't think all the time when they're doing things. So there was some zooming in on certain areas oh, like dear. The shot, which also was very close to my stomach. And when you're sitting and you've got a T-shirt on, you know, there's some bulging areas. And then (laughs) as I was looking sideways, talking to the pharmacist, she zoomed in on my face and neck (gasps) and my profile. And I'm just like, God, I'm like, Olivia, really? I'm like, I looked at her and she's like, (gasps) and I'm like, I hate you, Olivia. Oh, boy. It just was very apparent to me that I just I look large. And oh, you're not. But I looked large and I sure. just said, I'm like, I look like I weigh 600 pounds. And I'm just oh, like, geez. 
And I'm like, I'm so huge. I'm like, why didn't somebody tell me that shirt looks awful on me? And I'm like, why didn't somebody tell me I have 13 chins? Because you know? your kids and, don't see you the way we see each other. Well, and probably because I don't have 13 chins and I don't look like I weigh 600 pounds. That's just how I think I look. Right. And Victor says, you should go to the Middle East. And I'm like, what? Why? <laughs> so he says, in the Middle East, he's like, overweight women. He's like, they're they're like worshipped. And I'm like, What? <sighs> And he says, seriously, he says, in the Middle East, he says, women are served last. And so he said, they're usually pretty, like, frail thin because everyone's poor. Right. He says, but if you're in the Middle East and you're, like, you know, overweight or obese, like, the men over there, like, practically worship those women. They 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 love those women. I'm like, why? I've never heard this in my life. Did you Google this to make sure that he was true? Well, I didn't, but I mean, he's been there three times, so I would think that he would know. Was he eating meals with obese women? Uh, well, he was eating meals with the locals, yes, yes. so I'm sure the women were included, but... So he said that if a woman is that large, it just it shows a sign of wealth because oh. they said that if there's that much food left over for right, the woman right. to eat and she can get that large, it means the family's really wealthy. Mm. And he said, my great aunt and her husband went to he says, I think it was like Egypt or something like that. She had gastric bypass surgery since that trip. But before she was really rather large. And when they were over there, he says this guy saw her. And he was like, oh, my God. And so he walked up to her husband and he's just like, OK, seriously, he's like, I'm going to level with you. He's like, how much do you want for her? Oh, my God. He's just like, I've got 20 camels over there. He's like, what? And he's just like, you want me to sell you my wife for 20 camels? I just found something from 2004. There's an obesity what? boom in the Arab countries. They would force feed their children, their daughters, gallons of milk couscous porridge she would be woken in the middle of the night and given more milk followed by a pre-breakfast feeding at 6 a.m they were trying to get them as fat as possible it was abusive i mean they were force feeding these these young girls but it's because they would be able to marry rich husbands right yeah yes countries without oil wealth are wrestling with the challenge in part because of a traditional preference for larger women we thought obesity was restricted to resource-rich countries but it's being reported in poor stratas as well it's that's crazy. I th that's not that's not good. But it's because, like you said, it's a, it's it's attractive because it means that they have wealth. Yeah, that's horrible. That is not a good thing. Don't go to the Middle East, Paula. And you're not obese. No. My God. No, I'm not. But what do you? And so I'm just like, so you mean I could be worth twenty camels? And so. Oh Jesus. <laughs> well, it was just funny because I'm just like, wow. I'm like twenty camels. I'm like, what would you do with twenty camels? <laughs> you know, Paula. Just... I, we're, we're going down a rabbit hole. I have no idea what we're even talking about anymore. <laughs> But anyway, I just thought it was funny. Anyway. All right. Well, that is, you know what? It's awkward. All of it. This whole thing has been awkward. <laughs> this whole thing. You're not worth 20 camels. I'm sorry. I maybe, wonder what, I mean, maybe a what goat. would you do if you and Daryl were, yeah, probably a goat. Actually, I would probably be like, no, I want to keep the goat. Can we buy the goat from you? No, thanks. Can <laughs> I just have it? He's like, no. Anyway, all right. So here's my awkward moment. I, it happened last week, but I saved it because I had had another awkward moment earlier. As I said to you and mom and a few people, when our mom was really ill and going through this surgery and the ICU and all that stuff, I kind of like, there's a part of me that just shuts off. 
I, I function and I'm very aware and I'm super focused, but I don't let emotions get in the way because there's, there's a time for that. And when I'm trying to be centered, I cannot cry. You saw me almost cry once in front of mom because Daryl had been so helpful and I had just, I was so depleted at the time. You were crying. Yeah, I know. Oh, okay. And that's what I said. I, I normally try not to until I know everything's good. Now that our mom is home, she's she's totally, she's improving like by the hour. Everything's great. So I got a serious migraine, but I also had to like function. I had a doctor's appointment. And so I am probably one, I mean, I was trained to be a really good driver. And so I never get in accidents, nothing like that. I get speeding tickets, but that's it. <laughs> I was backing out of the parking lot from my doctor's appointment. I was on my way to go to get my lab work done for the year and I'm mm-hmm. backing out. I can't see shit for some reason. Cause I think I'm kind of backing up, like going up a hill cause the parking lot's kind of wonky and I didn't see anything. I saw two people pulling into the parking lot, waiting for me to leave. Cause they wanted my front row spot because I always get front row wherever I go. And so I'm backing up and I backed into somebody in the handicap spot. <gasps> I bumped their bumper Oh, and they no. were in their car. <laughs> so I was like, oh, shit. And I backed up. I'm like, well, that doesn't sound like a cement pylon. <laughs> so oh, I look. No. And so I pull, uh, you know, so I pull out and I look behind me and she got out and she just waved me off because it was two rubber bumpers just hit. We, I didn't, there was no damage. So he, she just waved me off, which I thought was so nice because I fully expected, hit you but she was like no it's fine she waved me off I'm like oh thank god but I'm like I don't hit anybody with anything I couldn't believe it I'm like I'm falling apart man I'm losing it I can't believe it wow yeah so that was my awkward moment and I haven't hit anyone since thank god but I mean still you know I don't know about you but I'm still recovering from October like I'm still recovering yeah it just seems like the stress is getting worse and then as the holidays approach it's just getting worse speaking of you know everybody should go to use our link if you're going to buy on Amazon which I'm doing a ton of Amazon shopping this year yes uh, Olivia has already started her wish list oh you gotta send um, me the link so I can see I love the wish list I have my own private wish list for for me to remember things that I think I want (laughs) and then I look back and go why did I think I wanted this? This is stupid. Oh and I deleted Do you know it. how many times I've done that? Yeah. Well, especially like, you know, this last Vegas trip that I didn't go on. Yeah. I had stuff from the previous Vegas trip on there. And oh I'm like, God. what was I thinking? Like, why would <laughs> yeah. I ever wear that? <laughs> well, obviously I didn't buy it, but no. I was just like, oh my God. I'm like, I must have been Funny. pretty desperate at the time. You, you know? know what? That's what happens with late night Amazon shopping is you're like, yeah. okay, I'm just going to put all of this on my wish list and I'll deal with it when I'm awake tomorrow. And you're like... Why did I think that was appropriate? <laughs> See, what really gets me when I'm shopping, though, is if you scroll down to the bottom, like, well, since you looked at this, oh. why did you take a look at this? And then, like, that's I just, know. I can do that for hours. Okay, next week, um, I have a list, and you said you had a list of weird shit you find on Amazon. Yeah. We need to talk about it, because I, I looked at that today, and I go, oh, yeah, I want to talk to her about these. Of course, I posted something, and then a couple of my friends actually had, like, legitimate reasons. What of course, it? my mind naturally goes to the gutter, and I'm just like, why would someone <laughs> need this figure exercise? And they're just like, well, oh, they have carpal tunnel or tendonitis. I'm like, that's on my list of weird shit to buy. 
Well, that sounds like a real excuse. This this is like you would masturbate with this, right? Like that's well, what I was I thinking thought. they would like get their fingers super strong so they could like finger someone or that's whatever. That's what I thought too. You know what? I don't like being fingered. I don't know about you, but it's not it's no. not on the top of the menu for that's me. That's one of my rules is no fingers. Well, you know what? Men just sometimes men. I mean, maybe if I was a woman and if it was a girl on girl, it might be different. But then you have the nail situation, and I just I don't know. I just the whole idea is like. It's not a thing for me. I don't even like fingering myself, let alone someone else doing it. Well, it doesn't do anything for me. It doesn't I mean, do it's just, for me either. Am I weird that I have to, like, before intercourse begins, I have to, like, lay down the ground rules of, like, this is what I will and will not accept? One of the benefits of being married for a really long time is those ground rules are set. And if they change, the man gets really excited. Yeah, I can see that. But I mean, for the most part, like I just kind of make it clear, like not like in the moment, but like before, you know, like these are the things that I will and will not accept. Yeah, I mean, for me, (laughs) it's like if if I had if I had if I mean, currently I'm really super satisfied and happy in my sex life, so I can't really say. But if I wasn't in a satisfying sexual relationship and I was trying out guys or if you were getting into a new one, that's what I mean, already knew. Yeah, you already knew the things you weren't going to do. I'm a woman who has no problem telling them exactly what I want or what I like. It's I know it's rare because most women are afraid to communicate what they really need to get off. I don't know why Mm -hmm. that is, but I mean, I'm pretty open about it. And so it's like if you're if you're game for it, that's what we're, that's what's going to be going down. So and you will be rewarded dutifully. But I mean, this is what I need. If you if if my orgasm is of any importance, which it is to me, it better be to you. And these are the things you will not do. See, I'm like the opposite. I'm like, if you want me to come close to orgasm, you will avoid these things. (laughs) (laughs) These are the no, no list. (laughs) Right. Exactly. Too bad we don't have a wish list for that. Well, I mean, wouldn't that be funny is to create like a list and then like women can print them off and like check boxes of like things not to do or things to do. Yeah, that'd be funny. And then like they they can just like email it to like their, you know, prospective lover. No, even better. Everybody's got the app. You you customize your sexual preferences and then you just bump smartphones and then they get they get your preferences just like that. And then they get you get theirs. Well, that could be like a hookup site. And then you just check yeah. like what you will and won't do. I think we just came up with a really good idea. We should contact Todd Moore. We should call Todd Moore and see if Playapod <laughs> is interested. White noise. <laughs> All right, Doug. Well, I have nothing more. I don't either. Okay. So, um, yes, start your Christmas shopping. And then, of course, Black Friday is going to be coming up. If you are not an Amazon Prime member, you really need to sign up before Black Friday because you're going to miss out on Prime two-day shipping. Plus, a lot of the Black Friday specials are going to be for Prime members. Go to UglyTruth.com. Click on the Amazon button. When you're there on the right-hand side, there's a Prime word. Click on that. And then there's multiple ways for you to become a Prime member. And I think it's uh, $129, but it lasts for a whole year. Yeah. More than enough make back your money. I think that's all. So thank you, and we'll talk to you soon. Bye. Thanks for listening and sharing the show. See you next time on...